Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Welcome to another episode of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast, the first ever quarantined edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. My name is Matt Welch in, I guess, the top box, and then one box below you got Chris Jackson, third box there is Kendrick Johnson, and then Devin, yours says iPhone in the corner, but, um, but nevertheless, that is Devin Hassan there in the, uh, in the bottom. I, I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> so yes as um you know we're obviously uh you know recording this episode of the podcast via zoom which is uh taken on a pretty uh you know some pretty high degree of prominence over the last uh you know month or so during this uh this, this strange strange period so um so yes this is the first time that we've uh, we've actually seen each other in five weeks it was the uh actually the last episode of the podcast which i believe was five weeks ago or so right after um the initial suspension of high school sports um you know just obviously, obviously talking about that and breaking down what that all meant and um we've kind of just taken um you know a bit of a bit of a hiatus since just kind of acclimating to a different way of doing things but obviously with the news that came down on friday and the bombshell that was dropped there with um with all remaining high school sports for the 2019 2020 school year being canceled obviously wanted to uh to get together and just um discuss one of the uh yeah i mean hands down one of the most significant stories of our careers really and i mean who knows how much more this thing has left to it but um, but obviously, right now, what we do know is that after um, again about a month or so of just of uncertainty and who knows, but um, we have uh, we now at least have a uh, the next pivotal step in this process. So um, so guys, I want to just get y'all's uh, y'all's reactions to that news on Friday. It was right around 4:30 or so when um, when we got that word from the UIL, and um, whether it was just a case of you know finally getting the inevitable over with or whatnot. Um, what was y'all's reaction to officially getting word that high school sports? were in fact canceled for the rest of the school year kind of had to think it was expected especially the last couple of weeks I think when we I think when we left and started working from home about a month ago we thought maybe this goes about a month maybe a month and a half tops but then things started happening then Friday Governor Abbott says schools are closed so you had to think within the next two hours this thing's going to be done when you saw so many other states are being canceling sports it was only a matter um, for us, when they started, when they canceled college sports or mm-hmm. the NBA or all these pro sports aren't going going on, you thought it would probably be irresponsible. If you're not going to have pros go out there, why have kids? Uh, Friday wasn't really a shock to me or probably a lot of other people. I would think, but I'm sure it's still tough for everybody to take, especially those seniors right now. Yeah, I, I didn't. So when they canceled the Olympics, we already knew. The COVID, I was talking to her, and she when she said that, like, I put it in respect. It's like, yeah, they canceled the Olympics, so I'm pretty sure they're going to cancel us. That's about two or three weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, she got some good point there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, 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 seemed, it, it seemed inevitable, but at the same time, I do think the UIL really did hold out hope until the last oh, no minute, doubt. possibly. <laughs> That, that, that they could get this done. I, it wasn't until, like, like, you know, Chris mentioned that, you know, when Governor Abbott said that, you know, school's out for the rest of the academic school year, 
um, that kind of made it a foregone conclusion. But I really do think the UIL had contingency plans in mind if Governor Abbott would not have suspended school for the rest of the academic school year. I think they would have found a way to make mm-hmm. this happen. See, see yeah, Bobby, I would meet the McKinney character there. I talked to Dr. Brother. <laughs> he said that exact same thing. Yeah. I had a 15 minute interview with him. <laughs> I would um I would love to I guess if there's a way to now just to find out what can what plans like how deep those plans were and just how creative they were willing to get just to make sure that um you know they could finish the uh, the seasons in these respective sports because oh yeah no doubt I'm sure it was uh, it was a pretty painstaking uh, process for them having to figure out just the different ways with each you know with each potential like I wonder first off how how late do you guys think they could have gone as far as playing high school sports I I I don't, I don't know July. that off the top of my head is there a, is is there a certain like hard fast date that they would have had to like, you know, there's no turning back if it's, if they don't get anything played by that the, time. The, he, t- he told me July and talk about like a, like a round robin tournament for district for baseball, uh-huh. no city baseball playoffs. They, they would have got rid of the pitch count. And like, so you could be playing an area round on, on, on Tuesday and then playing the, the uh, regional quarterfinals that next Tuesday. And they were, they were going to get creative to, to make it work. And then for running, you would have district like on a Tuesday, and then that Friday you running in in the regional. I mean, in the area or whatever. So they had they had a contingency plan, which is kind of crazy. Now I want to wonder if it's going to go into July. You got to until a lot of these athletes going D one. They're going to be starting classes, at least summer classes, late June, right? So then, how does that kind of work when you're a college? You know, you're still going to get that high school eligibility when they are enrolled because you got to think some of these kids are already enrolled in college by the time they. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, no, yeah, just, I mean, on my end, I just, um, you know, like you guys, I kind of did feel like this was also, you know, kind of inevitable as well. It's just, I mean, you kind of go week by week in this thing and just, there just hadn't been any like forward momentum towards anything, not just high school sports, but, you know, college pro. I mean, there just has been no progress really no real tangible progress in bringing anything back and I mean you just you have to be so cautious as far as who's going to be a you know even looking down the road who whoever is going to be that first league that does eventually get things going and I mean it just would have been way 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 too soon to really take that chance and whatnot so I mean I mean I I get it and all that um but yeah, no, it just it felt inevitable on my end, and yeah, I mean it's it does stink. I mean you look now just as far as what um you know the sports that will not have a a completed season, and you know boys basketball, man, just imagine those those poor, those teams that they, they were right on the doorstep there. They got to the state tournament. You go through all that, you qualify for state, and then I mean yeah, then you have your season go up and smoke right there, right as you're you know literally like two and a, a couple teams were even won their semifinal. You're literally one to two wins away from a state title, and you're not going to get to realize that opportunity uh you know soccer was right on the doorstep of its postseason baseball and softball were just right uh you know right in the uh, right about to begin their district schedules and then golf tennis track um i mean you, you feel so bad for the uh you know for these kids because you know with what high school sports has become and how it really is like a 365 day grind you know to now know that the, like, all that has been for uh you know, all for naught in a sense, you know, it does, it does suck for those kids. So, um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, 
in a sense, like, again, it just did kind of feel inevitable, but it's, it's, you understand it. It's, it's a necessary step, but yes, nevertheless, we are sitting here with, with nothing at least to look ahead to until the, until the fall and who knows even then. I mean, well, you've heard the dialogue extend now to like, how's college football going to be impacted by this? What about the NFL? So again, it's, it's no guarantee that we're going to be, you know, you know, all in the, uh, in the clear by the time August rolls around. We'll get people off these beaches and get, get people off these beaches and for and all that so we can have college football because if I can't have college football in the fall, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> like people have been able to kind of like make do with the current circumstances as is. I can't even imagine just how stir crazy the rest of society is going to get if football is not taking place in the fall. Hey, I can always watch the 2006 Rose Bowl for the 8,000th time since it's on Longhorn Network 24-7. Um, but yeah, I mean, could you imagine being, I mean, those basketball guys, they were down in San Antonio already. Oh, yeah. They were ready to go. <laughs> I mean, and all of a sudden, it's, it's not just, hey, go back home, but, uh, you know, that's it. Um, you know, and, and I've heard from a lot of parents and a lot of coaches and a lot of players, you know, just talking about, you know, senior night. And I know that's something that we, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's kind of a beating. You walk into a game to cover a game, <laughs> and you, it's like, oh, man, senior night. It's going gonna, it's gonna to delay the start of the game for 10 or 15 minutes. But then once it starts and you see the parents, you know, you see the kids walking out with their parents and their families, and, and you see the recognition they get, and you realize it reminds you all over again that what a special deal that is. Well, yeah. you know, these people, you know, soccer got a few in, but, you know, baseball, softball, you know, track, even tennis, golf, you know, mm -hmm. those kind of sports, they never even had that moment to, to kind of celebrate what for, for a lot of these kids is a, a, you know, almost lifetime journey for them because they've been playing this since they could, they could basically walk. And there is really something to be said about, again, the importance of getting to your senior year and being able to lead your team as a senior and how everything that you've been building towards as a high school athlete, it really is supposed to culminate there as a senior. So it just does add another layer of just what a just what a bummer this is. You know, I've been again, you know, I, I mentioned it in the email I sent to you guys a few days ago, but just thinking of ways just kind of recognize these seniors and whatnot. This is such a, uh, you know, an unprecedented situation and just does really, really, you know, suck for those kids, you know, most of all. I mean, I'm sure if you guys have been on social media, obviously you've seen just the outpouring of, uh, of support and the emotional posts and the goodbyes and whatnot the teams and players and coaches have shared. And I mean, it really is like one of the more emotional, one of the uh, emotional, uh, you know, stretches in, um, and just that we've that we've seen just in our uh, in our time covering uh, covering all this um, kind of transitioning to that though I mean this really has been such a unique story to cover just in all of the different angles that we've um you know that we've had to take over the last month and whatnot because obviously you know again even though there are no high school sports going on the newspaper does not sleep journalism does not sleep so we've still been having to get out content you know um all the uh, all like just like uh, just like normal so um what has it been like on y'all's end just reporting on this story and what are the things that you've kind of learned about this and how um you know uh, just the schools and um the teams that you cover have kind of acclimated to a very very different way of doing business honestly i don't think when i graduated college or was getting a degree a year and a half ago thinking that i would ever cover something like this but here we are you just got to be a lot more creative to tell stories because obviously there's coronavirus going on but there's only so much you can bring up <coughs> is the season going to come back this and that so you got to figure out ways to highlight these kids especially these seniors because a lot of these kids their careers are done if you think about it because what there's such a small percentage that go to college yeah for sure that percentage so a lot of these kids their sports careers are done and they never would have known that the last time they stepped on that field so it's just, 
it, it's a different time. You just got to be creative with the stories and you got to talk to the coaches as much as you can because I think, honestly, when I've talked to coaches, they almost seem sad when the phone call's over because it gave them something to do for 30 minutes. <laughs> and then uh, McKinney, they got they had like some historic stuff. As you know about London, she was trying to yeah. go. You can't tell what she was trying to do, but she's further, uh, like I won't say like onto Arkansas, but it's kind of like like how many more medals I can get. But I think it's something like she gets older, it'd be like, could I have gotten those two two more medals? Because you can only tell what she would have done with the state titles. You can't you can't top it. <laughs> Now, what about yeah, I mean, Jada Coleman? I mean, what about Jada Coleman? Yeah, exactly. Like, no, Jada's like, Jada, I, I talked to Jada and her mom out here in McKinney. I mean, the colony, Jada, I think Jada was more about, okay, it's a high school thing. It, it'd be cool, but not to say on Oklahoma. Her mom wanted her to have it, but it's like, I know I would have got it if I would have had the game. So I, I'm cool with that, basically. That I think that was her mentality. That's why I said all the way. But it's still kind of crazy when you see the record and you know you can get it, but you didn't get the opportunity. No, I think I had one senior I talked to at Cop Powell Girls Soccer, Haley Roberson, mm-hmm. her last year of high school. But she had probably the best attitude and perspective I've ever seen on this situation. Honestly, it made me think, like, it could be a lot worse because a senior like her, obviously she's going to play college soccer at North Texas. Hopefully we have soccer in the fall because she can start her career there. But she was just saying it's tough, but it's made her appreciate the small things in life, like being with her family more. Being at home, being able to spend up on it, she maybe involved in other stuff. So it's tough, but you're seeing, I'm seeing more and more athletes have that perspective like Haley did, where you think it's tough, but at least we have what we have because a lot of people right now don't have their health. They've lost family members, but Haley was just thinking like it could be a lot worse for me, even if it's already tough. It's just a small mm-hmm. thing on the radar. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to talk to the coaches this week because in, in the previous weeks, it was all it was open they, they were still optimistic you know they still thought they, they they had they had to have that mindset that hey we're gonna have to go back to work we're gonna have to get, to get these kids ready for the playoffs etc cetera, etc cetera. um now that the announcement was made and now that they've kind of had a weekend to kind of sit back and, and get some perspective you know i think they'll take I, i'm sure in fact that they'll take the positives out of you know you know pr- you know promoting the kids to, and, and talking about the kids and, and stuff like that um but I'm really interested this week when I when I reconnect with some of these coaches uh, now that it is all said and done, um, just kind of how they take away from this and, and just because uh, I'm, I'm sure there's mixed feelings, you know, when it's all said and done. One thing, um, you know, I uh, was one of the uh, one of the stories that I did, uh, you know, a few weeks ago and all that. It was initially supposed to just start off as a story just on how, uh, you know, kids are staying active and like strength and conditioning and whatnot. But it's one of those where you, uh, you know, you do a couple interviews with it. And then afterwards, you realize like, okay, actually, there might be a different angle to take that might actually be a bit more, uh, a bit more, uh, you know, relevant to the current situation. And, you know, it's, it's a unique time because it's giving a lot of these athletes a chance to really kind of basically just learn things about themselves that you otherwise didn't know just because everything that they're experiencing right now is just it's it's so completely against the grain from whatever they've experienced I mean there's you basically had to adapt to a brand new routine a brand new sense of structure and you know as far as just kind of the physical and mental growth that something like that can can breed um, it really is interesting to see how kids are kind of you know adapting to that because you know this is a situation where it does you know kind of force them to really kind of establish some personal accountability 
throughout all this because I mean ultimately like a lot of these kids are being asked to you know to stay active and whatnot and all that but ultimately the onus is on the kids themselves to follow through on that and people are going to handle this situation different you know from a you know from person to person and all that just because you don't have the structure and routine of attending a practice having a coach there in front of you having your teammates next to you and whatnot to push you on so it's a chance to really kind of again just to develop some personal accountability and just to kind of develop some just some leadership qualities in other ways and whatnot plus you know we just um you know you look at one of the prominent storylines from basketball season and just the rash of injuries, which is something we thought we attributed to, you know, perhaps these kids may be being overworked a bit with as exhausting as the high school sports and the club sports schedule can be. So, um, uh, kind of a low-key benefit of this is a chance for these kids to finally get a chance to just kind of recover a bit and just get a break from that grind. Um, so, you know, just again, trying to take a uh, kind of a glass half full approach to this, but um, I don't know, just those are just some things kind of beyond, the, uh, the pale that um that just kind of stuck out and um and just you look at just the impact that like that social media has had on, as far as kind of easing the the blow of a time like this with kind of what we're doing right now how zoom conferences of man can you think of a bigger winner over the last like month or so than zoom which has now become like the de facto way of doing business and <laughs> if, if, if calls think, and whatnot if i could have gone back six weeks i would have put every penny I had in either Zoom and Zoom and Netflix, and I would be able to retire right now. Do you guys know that Zoom existed a month and a half ago? Because I really didn't know what Zoom was. I didn't know. I, I, was, I, I, I heard about it. I obviously. <laughs> I was just, as far as video conferencing goes, like I had always just like Skype was always the one that I had heard yeah. of and whatnot. Yeah. But no, I mean, I had, you know, and that was one thing that, again, you started seeing more and more high school programs in, you know, integrating Zoom into their, like, doing workouts where they've got the entire team, like, with the, you know, with the, you know, the Zoom screen on their laptop, and they're just working out in their uh, in their bedroom or whatever, and they're just doing team meetings with coaches. And you wonder if, like, if some of the, uh, you know, some of the, uh, I guess, the, the technology that people have kind of gotten used to over these last few weeks, if maybe it might be, uh, if maybe any of the stuff will kind of, the stuff will kind of stick and kind of carry over when we get back back to normal and maybe you see means like this becoming a bit more frequent just in in everyday use now that people have realized like okay this actually is like it's really not that bad we kind of can still do business as normal on something like this even though we're not you know physically you know in the uh, in the same office or whatever i, I know for football the um, boy football team is um uh, i think them i think a lot of teams are doing their meetings that they have in those um meeting rooms for football and yeah. spring balls since they can't do anything they're having that in their little lot of time. They're having Zoom meetings to yeah, assignments and get stuff ready yeah. for the next year. And then, like, also, I think like Google Classroom and taking Zoom meetings and all that for yeah. the accountability. I'm sure a lot of schools, like Kendrick has talked about, like, doing that kind of similar stuff to at least still have that accountability. Like, I know that Matt mentioned as well a minute ago. I'm pretty sure in your markets, there's, there's a couple, because uh, you got, so especially in Allen and Plano, um, how this is affecting history for some of these some of these programs. Like, boy, they have the best baseball team they've had, maybe the best baseball, baseball team in MISD history. They're ranked number three, 10-1, coming off a, a, a regional tournament appearance. I mean, it's a state tournament appearance, and 95% of the team comes back. And like I said, they were ten one this year. We never know what could, what what could have been. McKinney North was almost the same way. They had a great senior class at eight or nine seniors. They've been groomed to, to say, "Well, uh oh, that's not me." <laughs> they've been they've been groomed to play, be in this position since they were freshmen. They were defending uh defending district champs, went to the regionals, and we don't get to see that story play out. 
Man, that was one thing that on um, last week when TASCO, the Texas Association of Soccer Coaches, when they put out their post-district regional rankings and getting a look at all the teams in the Metroplex that were either, like, ranked atop their region or whatnot. But that's one that, like, because already, like, soccer already gets kind of the short end of the stick from us just because of where it falls in the sports schedule and how it, there's so much overlap with that and the most meaningful parts of, of our basketball coverage. So, like, like, on my end, you know, with me having to, you know, take on some stuff for Flyermont, Louisville, and Carrollton, like when, uh, like I only really got to cover soccer as far as live coverage goes for really like a week, because that's that's when basketball ended for me. So like I didn't get to see Plano ISD or Allen play soccer this year. Like that's how, like God, that's and that's such a you know such a bummer for me. But I'm just looking at teams like you know like like the Flyermont girls who were number one in the state, number one in the nation. They were undefeated. And I mean, looking to close off a, uh, again, a perfect regular season, they were one match away from doing that. And I mean, who knows what happens in the playoffs, but just getting to see like, you know, teams like you know, them, you know, the Wakeland boys, you know, who are, who are gunning for a, you know, for a fifth consecutive state tournament appearance, um, you know, the Marcus boys, the Allen boys and girls, Prosper boys and girls. I mean, all these teams that seem poised to make some noise in the postseason. And now, I mean, it's just a footnote, you know, it's just a question of what could have been, you know, so that does, it does suck in that respect, all these teams that really did, were kind of gearing up to potentially go on a historic run, but now won't, uh, won't get the chance to do so. And then, um, you know, and then there's the aspect of, um, you know, football, you know, with all the talk of, of sports that have had their seasons canceled. I mean, again, we won't, again, we won't know until the fall to what extent this will have an impact on it. But I mean, football has just been thrown completely off the, uh, off the train tracks as well with nobody getting in their spring workouts. And now you get word over the weekend, seven on sevens, you know, canceled and all that. And again, like some programs <coughs> place a different priority on that than others, but still, I mean, it's just, we're in a stage right now where if you're a team that if you're like, like a Plano that just hired your head coach just a few weeks ago, I mean, work out for you next year. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, who knows how long it's going to take before uh you know Todd Ford who was the uh you know the new Plano head coach former Lovejoy head coach before like those kids are even up to speed with uh you know with his uh you know that with the schemes and systems and whatnot it's just such a uh or if your team's breaking in a new starting quarterback like Allen I mean just how long before um you know everything is uh everything is back to normal again you know you, you have no idea how much it's going to set back these teams well, possibly you get a cut of your roster is gone because of the new school opening Oh yeah, and if you're a pro, first-year program like Rock Hill, who knows what uh you know what Coach Humble's plan was as far as how he was going to go about bringing along those kids, given the you know given their situation and whatnot as they get ready for their first year of uh, of our. Um, let's see. I don't know what is um uh, how's I mean again what is the impact from a from a football perspective had on your markets from what you guys can tell. I mean, you look at it. The colony lost a ridiculous senior class. They had they lost you got yeah. guys like Christian Gonzalez, right. Keith Miller, Miles Price. Coach Randhell actually told me on the phone two weeks ago that Miles Price is a guy you can expect to be a Heisman guy in three years of Texas Tech. That'd be awesome, man. He's an incredible player. I mean, I watched his highlights. He's got some tape on Austin, and I'm going to be honest oh, with yeah. you. He's got some of that. And they love that young talent. They love their freshman and sophomore class coming up. But mm-hmm. right now they can't work with them in person. They can't hit the pads. They can't do anything like that. So it's just a matter of – how much do you actually know about these kids? Obviously, we know the problems, know the potential, but you can't work with them in person. You're just hoping that they're working out at home, being accountable, at least from Coach Hell's viewpoint. He said every time he drives around town, he's seen most of his players still run and getting in work, so at least there's that. But we still just don't know, especially when you're breaking in these new starters. Plano, like you said, is bringing in a new coach. We don't really know what these are going to bring. 
come the fall if we do have football. Uh, one thing I can guarantee is we're going to have some teams come out the blue next yeah. year. We're going to have some powerhouses in some playoff in, in some playoff streaks next year. That, uh-huh. That's inevitable. Somebody that's been on a long playoff streak will have, will have a rough patch next year if they do play. And somebody that does not make noise is going to come out the blue and go on a magical run because they got a senior class or some some factors that built them to go through this. But then the, the next year, what we know, teams that you think are not as good are going to be some of them are going to be better. Some teams that are traditionally powerhouses are going to take some reps next year. That's inevitable. Just matter who's going to be those teams. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and there's been some speculation. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen I've seen these theories where college football gets moved to the spring and whatnot. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think I think that you know the UIL is going to try to stick with the normal. I mean, I mean, it, it, as it is, high school football season runs up until the week before Christmas. You know, that's when the state championship games are yeah. basically played. And, you know, I mean, I think there's just – if unless it's just – I mean, I, I just uh, – I, I can't envision high school football not getting started. Now, they may have to limit something in terms of attendance and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and this is before y'all's time in, in terms of being a reporter. That's You're going to date yourself. <laughs> as, as I tend to do sometimes. But, you know, when 9-11 happened, the first thing that returned was uh, high school football in Texas. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, 9-11 was a Tuesday. They played on a Thursday. And um, obviously a totally different situation, but they tried to get back to normal, whereas college and pro sports still were, you know, it took a couple more weeks to get going. Um, and so I think that the UIL is going to try to pick up the next school year as is and, and try to keep things as normal as possible because once you keep pushing things back pushing things back it's going to affect all sports because i mean how many guys do we know that play football and basketball in multiple sports oh yeah so Absolutely. you know you can't you can't mush you get you get compress all multiple sports into say you know the start of next year and, and try to put them all into five months yeah, because it's it is crazy when you think of like how far away high school football season is from starting, and how like we're only five weeks into this. I mean, it feels like it's been an eternity since uh, you know since we last saw each other. I mean, it's so yeah. I mean, again, so much can change, but yeah, as of, as of right now, I mean, who knows? Again, yeah, hopefully things are all all for the better by then. I can't imagine how we're all going to be holding up if we get to August and it's still literally like this, where I'm laying in bed doing recording a, a podcast <laughs> with you guys um and also, i was also thinking just again from like kind of a of a work standpoint um you know we'll still have a like all area teams because again now like what do we do for those <laughs> i think we i think soccer we have enough to where yeah. we can go ahead and do soccer as we would otherwise you know again obviously you won't have any postseason numbers to account for but we at least have enough of a sample size where we can go forward with boys and girls all area soccer teams and um and take care of those as we would any other year baseball and softball though i'm open to discussion because again of how limited the uh the sample size is and how i mean so many so many just teams so many players are going to have common numbers and whatnot so it's again it's something we can discuss down the road but it's just i was thinking of that last night like crap what do we do for all of these teams and whatnot so um there was that and then i mean the last thing that i wanted to get from you guys before we head out is just simply like how have you guys been man how have y'all been handling the downtime again i haven't seen you guys in five weeks and whatnot <laughs> we've talked via texts and emails and whatnot but um but yes obviously things have changed for us because well there's one person not here, who has been a, uh, a staple of the uh, of the podcast and of our coverage for several years now. Um, yeah, for those who didn't see on social media, Brian's gone. 
Brian Murphy, <laughs> our, our longtime Frisco Little Um Salina reporter, he is uh, he has moved on to the sales world. Yeah, he just started his new gig last week and whatnot. Very much wish him the uh, the best of luck and thank him for the awesome work that he did for us over the years. But um, so yes, having to definitely adopt a uh, you know some different uh, approaches on the work front with us having to pick up a little bit now in those markets. But um, otherwise, I just wanted to see how you guys have been doing, man. How have you guys been handling this uh, just the, this bizarre time that we're living in right now? It's it's bizarre. I think the first week I was just like what the heck do I really do? Like, this is so odd. I was like, there's no sports. I'm depressed. I'm sad. Then kind of, it, it just kind of sunk in. Like, this, it could be a lot worse. But then I, I've probably, in my free time, probably played way too much NBA 2K. NCAA football is getting ridiculous. I bought Madden the other day on PlayStation Store for $23. Nice. And so, and I just saw, actually, it's kind of crazy. Because Sports Center, you saw they did that tweet with California, Texas, Georgia, Florida, which high school state's the best for football. So I like creating all of those teams, doing a little tournament there just to pass the time because at six o'clock on a Saturday, what else can I really do now besides Madden, right? It's not a debate, Chris. It's not a debate. Um, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. That Florida team is ridiculous. The guys I have on there, that receiver room, they have the Bosa brothers. It's, <laughs> comparable, but that's about it. One yeah. of the games I played yesterday, Mahomes got sacked six times from the Bosa brothers, so it wasn't it wasn't going well. Yeah, I've been I've been getting in some burn on NBA 2K for sure. Um, with you, Chris, I saw you were doing a thing on social media where you were watching like a new classic game each day. Yeah, then then it was it got too hard to keep watching classic games. <laughs> so I, was, I can't do this anymore. I I tried that for a week and a half, yeah. and I was like. This 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 hurts too much. What was the what was the best game you saw? Let me let me go through my Twitter right now and see that thread because I know I had a few on there that were good. That Stanford USC game looked last year at Stanford's really underrated. They probably should have lost that game. That's because they wanted. That's the reason why Stanford got into obviously a BCS bowl game. Boise, they're probably that Boise State Statue of Liberty game to beat Oklahoma was probably the best one I had in there. I think. Because obviously there's just so much. You How see, you're gonna bring that to the water. You're gonna have Statue of Liberty. And right before that, that last drive, they threw a pick six with a minute. You like that, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. Great, <laughs> great game. Incredible game. No, I wasn't even. I wasn't even mad after that game. I was just more just in awe of just again how incredible it was. How could you be mad? It's it's yeah. Right. I'm an OU guy, in case you didn't know, Chris. Sorry, that game, it, it, oh, it yeah, hits a little deeper for me. <laughs> I know, I know. I know you're an OU guy. I wish, I wish West Virginia could beat them sometime in football. It's been like yeah. two years, so. <laughs> Kendrick, how about you, man? How's life treating you these days? Just work, work, work. I, I work, work just as much as I did before. I'm never – I haven't even touched my PlayStation. I don't be – I'd be gone <laughs> on the hustle. <laughs> and I saw you – I have localize it. No, no, no planes. <laughs> At uh, ten o'clock, you got to go start teaching the uh, teaching the kiddo. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's a whole day. Pops yeah, what's that been like? There. Pops to the teachers. You get a whole new like, respect for teachers in the wake of all this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they gotta be patient. Got to repeat yourself twenty times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Google, Google, I, I didn't know what Google Classroom was a month ago, and now I'm very well versed what Google Classroom is because that's basically how how these teachers are, are going about. You know. Uh, teaching these kids. 
Yeah, I mean, on uh, on my end, I I haven't shaved since we've been gone. You see all that gray starting to come in down there, and I uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have any intentions of doing so. Maybe see how uh, again how long this can last and get a little nice little uh, quarantine beard going. I'm I'm going for that Mike Dundee mullet here in another two months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm get, I'm getting close to the mullet thing. I I okay. definitely need to hear I'm looking to look like Joe Dirt here in another week. <laughs> You know what I still have to watch is Tiger King. Like, I hear that's a wild Oh, thing. man, you haven't oh, seen no, Tiger I, King yet? I, 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 I actually watched it. The, 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 the crazy thing is I almost got put on a, a reality show to produce, a crew to produce some of that stuff. <laughs> I was going to see some of that stuff live. I was like, man, I dodged the bullet on that one. No, I do have instead, to say. The, man, the, the, the art of the story is instead I produced Dancing with the Stars with Jacoby uh, Jones and uh, Karina Spirinoff. And a couple of American Idol episodes when they do the audition part. So it worked out for your boy. <laughs> oh, I dodged do Joe Exotic. Now, what, now, I got to do send out a thank you to Joey Molinaro for all of these little impersonations for getting through this time and for Max's nice. For oh, yeah. Those <laughs> NBA impersonations because they're, they're, they're way too good. I think there was a, they're that, um, that LeBron, Pat Beverly one. A day or two ago, where LeBron's falling on the ground because of Pat Beverly, and Beverly's just going like this. What did I do? I didn't touch them. <laughs> yeah, you need to you need to get on Tiger King. It's it's trash TV at the at the highest form, but I mean you can't turn away, man. The way that they uh, the way that they just kind of escalate it I mean, to the point where it's like your heart. It's you kind of lose sight of the fact that these are actual people and they're not just like cartoon characters or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's that surreal. Some of the details of these people's lives, it's, it's some terrible, terrible people, man, but it is, it is highly entertaining television. So yes, if you have a, yeah, if you get around to it, man, definitely worth, uh, worth the, uh, the look. Um, let's see. Um, I don't know. Otherwise guys, like, I mean, have you guys, like, how much time have you guys been spending indoors and whatnot? Have you, I mean, have you guys been adhering to the, uh, you know, the, the social distancing protocols? Have you guys gotten any time to go out and whatnot? Or just what probably, is, yeah, what's the day that they've been like? Probably just, usually most of my workouts are at home. Thank God for my trainer for still sending me stuff. Nice, shout yeah. out to Valerie Little's husband for being my trainer and sending me stuff. <laughs> Prosper <laughs> Athletic Director Valerie Little. Right, but... <laughs> Usually I'll sit on the balcony for a while in the afternoon once I'm done with work and read out there. Like, I think I just finished Bill Walton's book, which is an absolute trip. Okay. It's totally worth it. I'm reading Andre Iguodala's book now, which is really good. I just got that Victory Machine by Ethan Strauss, and obviously we've seen all the – Dude, yes. I, I've been wanting to read that too. When I read the – like, they, uh, they posted an excerpt of one of the sections about Kevin Durant and just reading into how, like, oh, boy. <laughs> what, yes. a, what a crotchety curse thing that was. I mean, thanks for KD for winning all those titles, but I don't think he had to be too upset during those times because it, it got a little ridiculous. Because we all remember that one time, it was probably last March, where he goes off on Ethan Strauss, who are you, Yeah, knowing all that. And it's, I'm just like, this isn't going to end well. This, this it's, just, it's crazy for a guy like because you think of what led him to Golden State in the first place and I mean who, who again it's just one of those like because even after all of it like he didn't find any extra happiness yeah. there's no sense of completion and whatnot and again who knows ultimately what he is you know searching for with his career but yeah I mean clearly he just couldn't find it in Golden State and it ends in a you know pretty uh you know pretty bitter fashion Sounds yeah, like, like I almost feel for the guy because he's trying but he just can't find that happiness like I don't know how he's gonna find it yeah, no, it sounds like there's a really, really tense, some really tense exchange with him in the in the Bay Area media guys. <laughs> it, it made for some good stories, though. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. 
Um, on my end, I mean, I've, I've gotten, I've gotten out to find like a, like a basketball court here and there, a deserted one, you know, making sure there's nobody around and whatnot. And I mean, I just, yeah, I can only stay inside for so long. I had to just get out and do some shooting around and get some sort of like, you know, mobile exercise and whatnot. And I've still been, you know, working out at home when I can and all that and doing things like, uh, you know, me and my girlfriend just completed a puzzle over the weekend and all that. So just try to find ways. I mean, it's, again, you have to get a little bit creative since obviously we're not used to spending this much time indoors and whatnot. I mean, how's grocery shopping been for you guys too? Because I went there Friday and that was like the most bizarre thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. I, yesterday was the first time that I went, um, that I went to Walmart and had to, you know, throw on the mask and whatnot and here since it's now, you know, I guess you're, uh, you're I guess required to, you know, to do so for the time being. Um, it's, I mean, it's a little bit of a hassle since, you know, you go there and, you know, about half the, you know, half the shelves are, are empty and whatnot. So you just kind of got to pick and choose and just hope that you get lucky that you find the stuff that you need. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's, you know, it's mostly been pretty in between, you know, there's a, there's an Aldi, a Walmart and a Target within, you know, a reasonable distance from me. So between one of the three, you know, usually has what I'm looking for. Alrighty. Well, that's it guys. That's all I got. So, um, yeah, guys, hey, I appreciate you all for, uh, for tagging along for this. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll see where the podcast goes from here. I'll let you guys know as far as plans go, what I've, uh, what I've got in mind down the road. But, um, yeah, guys, until next time. Yeah, this has been yeah, another episode of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast, a very informal, very bizarre episode. But, uh, yeah, you know what? We'll be out there and at least address the masses as well. So, um, yes, you guys, enjoy your, again, enjoy your time indoors. And uh, stay safe, everybody, all right? Talk to you all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.